Hey, this is Rick Sensei with Trackstar Sports. Um, hanging out with Sam Blackwell. This is a Hot Tag Podcast. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm doing good. How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, um, a lot's been going on, bro. Like, a ton has been going on. Um, I, I, I kind of caught wind of it when um, when I Trackstar Sports WWE correspondent Damien. Um, we call him Damo. Damo was basically like, the shield's back together, bro. And I was like, what? So, you know, I definitely had to go check that out on Monday Night Raw. I wanted to see what, what that looked like. And um, and they're back. Man, how, how do you feel about that? I love it. I was a fan of them when they first came in. I've been a fan, you know, since XT days. Like, everything is, I love it. <laughs> like, they started coming just this last Monday. Like, they came through the crowd, all in their shield gear back like it used to be. I do you it. do you think this will be like the old days or do you think um this version of this older more mature version of the, the shield won't work like it used to work? I mean you can never recreate the something organic. Like they tried to do that with the NWO a couple of times and it didn't work. But at the same time like these three guys especially Roman like he's their new golden boy so they're going to do everything they can to make sure it all goes right so it, it can go either way like if I you said, remember it's not organic it, you know it could fizzle out but with that the response they've been getting I think will be okay man what I remember is every time DX came back together people loved it Every single time people D every time think every single time DS came back together, people went crazy. And they always recaptured the magic. They always did well. Um and then, you know, they would go away again. But whenever they would come back, it would work. Do you think the shield has that type of thing? I remember DX was funny. The shield's not really like funny like that, but do you think they have that type of magic where they can just keep coming back and everybody's just gonna lose their mind? I, th- I think they do, just because, yeah, yeah, DX was funny, and, like, those, those are completely different personalities than what you have in The Shield. Like, The Shield, they don't have to be funny, but they don't even have to talk. Like, they just need to go out and talk in the ring, like, do what they do, and let their actions speak for themselves. I'm, I'm looking at their matchup for tables, laps, and chairs, and it seems overwhelming. It seems completely overwhelming. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, the, the the writing tactics and all that kind of stuff behind all this, but just, just you know, man-to-man, we're looking at The Shield versus The Miz, Sheamus and Cesaro, um, Braun Strowman, and Kane. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How? Did you catch Money Night Raw? This last one? I caught I, I caught just the beginning of it, but I didn't catch the end of it. So, <laughs> I remember in so, the beginning seeing the shield come out. I can, I can see that. I remember um, Kurt Angle coming out talking, but no. How did this happen? Okay, so I think kind of um, maybe half halfway through the, the night, um, uh, they couldn't find Curtis Axel 
And Miz said, you know, we don't need him. He's like, he wasn't my fifth guy anyway. Main event was a steel cage match between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. If Roman won, it was going to be three-on-three shield against Cesaro, Sheamus, and Miz. If Braun Strowman won, then it would be a five-on-three with Cesaro, Sheamus, Miz, Braun, and their fifth partner. During the cage match, Roman looks like he might pull it out. Like, it was going back and forth the whole time. Lights, lights go out. Kane's music hits. You know, everybody's looking, you know, at the entrance. And Kane comes out from under the... He comes, like, through the ring. Choke slams him. Tombstones him. Braun pins him. Picks up the win. And Miz is sitting there at the, at the entranceway. Sitting on top of a ladder. And he says... You know, I want to introduce you to my, you know, our fifth member of the team, you know, whatever came. And, mm. so, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So that was a thing that happened. So, so the Shield is going to lose in that first pay-per-view. <laughs> no, they, they're going to lose think... in that first pay-per-view against this. No, they it's won't. too much. It's too much. Well, you got, you got to think, though. Either Kane or Braun Strowman, one of them, I feel like one of them is going to turn. Yeah, I can see that. Because Braun Strowman doesn't really, he doesn't really like Miz that much anyway. Yeah. He, he All he wants is to fight Roman. He doesn't he doesn't care if he's on a team with Miz or not. He doesn't care about him. So and somebody could make a case Roman's for way Kane have, coming back to Roman. because... What now? Somebody's gonna get in Strowman's way of getting to Roman, and that's gonna cause him to 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 basically turn on the whole team, or just walk out of the match. Hmm. And then it's an even fight. Well, even if so, four on three. I don't really count the mid as a problem. <laughs> I don't either, but you know, I was, I was saying you could make a case for Kane coming back because Roman retired the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And so he, he's kind of coming back for revenge or whatever. Okay. But, uh, one of, I feel like one of them is going to turn. I don't know how. No idea how, but I, that's what I feel like. It's gonna Something's going to happen It's going to even out. Either one of them is just going to leave the match or, you know, maybe join the Shield for that night. You know, so make it a four-on-four. Four, who knows? If you saw one of these five guys flipping teams, not not leaving the match, but like really flipping teams and fighting alongside the kill in this matchup, who's the guy? Honestly, probably <clears throat> either Braun Strowman, because like I say, he doesn't really like anybody on Miz's team anyway. Or, but he hates Roman. Yeah, but I also feel like he hates everybody. Mm, okay. I feel like he doesn't like anybody at all, like equally. We, it's possible. Maybe we see a Cesaro Sheamus split, and one of them that man we thinking on the same page. You know, maybe Cesaro's like you know 
this isn't going anywhere for me. You know, who knows? I can't really see Seamus. But we can see that split. It's possible because I, I mean, can't see. Yeah, I can't see Seamus doing it either. Like they've been going after the tag titles for a while, but they don't. They don't get them. And I, I don't feel like. I don't feel like. You know, Rollins and Ambrose are going to drop the titles anytime soon. Because you remember when they when, when, when they, they all had titles the first time they were the Shield, Ambrose had the U.S. title for almost a year and defended it like twice. Mm. So if they're back to being the Shield, you know who knows. And with the Hardy with with Jeff Hardy out right now, you know, this, the Raw tag division it just keeps shrinking. Man, so they could, what, what so the they could have Cesaro turn. They could have Cesaro turn and you know join the Shield, but then maybe bring him back, make him and Sheamus a team again when Jeff Hardy comes back. When they have more tag teams to you know rekindle the division again. Who knows? Mm. So right now, what's the current state of the tag team division? Meh. <laughs> That's about all I got. <laughs> because okay, well, let's think about let's think about the teams they got. You had the Hardys. Jeff's out. He had surgery. They're not a team right now. Rollins and Ambrose, but they're the champions. But they're back with the Shield, at least for the time being. Cesaro and Sheamus keep losing to Rollins and Ambrose. So they're not much of a factor right now. You got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson who aren't even on the pay-per-view. They're like, I don't know what they're, doing. I know they're not they're even on a like, kickoff match. Like they're not even on. They're not even on the card at all. They're comedians now. Like they used to be scary, but now they're just like, they're like somewhat funny at times. At least on SmackDown, you have a legitimate tag division. Like, you can tell who the teams are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so, man, I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. Um, what do you think out of this matchup as the winner? Shield. The Shield? I'm you telling you, so? they're not... As great as the Shield was, Roman is the next guy. Rollins had a chance to be the next guy under Roman. As great as the Shield was, as popular as they got so quickly and organically as they did, they're not going to bring it back just to have them lose the first match. Like when they started as the Shield, they did not lose for a long time. So is Roman now the leader? I think, I think, yeah, he's probably the leader. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good match, though. But my only problem with it is that this is TLC. That is the only... You think TLC, tables, ladders, chairs. That's the only match yeah. of the night incorporating any of those three. There's no tables match. Really? 
Yeah. There's no other ladder match. Because you think the tag champions, like, we could have a great tag ladder match. That's what brought the Hardys back at WrestleMania. But the tag champions are involved in the main event. True. If, as let me is ask question. the Miz, who's the Intercontinental Champion. So there's two different titles in that match. We don't have a world title Already match involved. because Brock is sitting on the couch. Like, there is no other stipulation type match of the night. You could have had. Okay, Enzo's fighting Kalisto for the Cruiserweight title. That could have been a great ladder match. Right. Yeah. But here we are. Mm. If Jeff Hardy doesn't get hurt, do you think you see um, a Shield reunion? Or do you see um, a title defense between the Hardy Boys and, and the champions and the tag team champions? If he hadn't gotten hurt, no, I don't, I don't think we would have had right. it this early. Okay. I, I don't think I think it would have been closer to maybe Survivor Series or something like that. But okay. no, I don't think it would have happened this early. So this was you think this was their backup plan based on what happened? I with think Jeff Hardy. I think there were I think there were other factors involved. But I think that was part of it. Because otherwise you would have seen some type of tag title something. Yeah. Because you have enough teams. But here we are. Here we are. Um, And and here we are again with Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Oh, my God. We're right back here again. And... I, I don't know. Is the, is the rivalry intriguing? Is, is there something to this? Why do they keep going this route? It could have been. Could have been great. He keeps talking. He kept talking about Sister it. Abigail for years. They could have done so much with that. But instead, mm. they put... They put some burlap over his face and let him talk with a distorted voice. And that's Sister Abigail. Really? Man. There are probably hmm. there are probably some, some girls in NXT that could have called one of them up to play Sister Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. They could have they could have used Sister Abigail in in a non wrestling role and brought Bray's real sister who looks just like him. Like in the face. Really? Look, Look, well, she looks more like Bo Dallas, but yeah, it's creepy. Beard and all? No, like no, be- Bo Dallas before the beard. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice try. <laughs> but like, if, if she's not gonna wrestle, they could have brought her and said, "Yo, this is Sister Abigail," and people believe it because not only are they real life siblings, they look alike. Like, even if they weren't related, it still is very. Eerily similar. They could have done so much with it. And she could have been some managerial role, some yeah, type of um, messing with the match type role. Maybe like some what Paul Bear used to do with thing. the urn. Like yeah, if he took yep. the urn from the Undertaker, like that's where all the power was. So if like she gets knocked out or does anything happens, yep. all of a sudden Bray can't do anything and he's weak and he loses. They could have done so yep. much. And on okay. top of that, We've seen the demon too many times already. 
for it to be special anymore. Like in NXT, you saw it only, you really only saw it at the takeovers. He didn't always do that every week. But it was special when, when that when that happened. First time he did it, you know, first couple of times he did it on Raw, yeah, it was great. Everybody thought, oh yeah, him and Bray Wyatt, this could be really good. If not, the match would be fine. The promos would be amazing. But they've just done mm. it too much at this point. They just, mm. they ruined the, they ruined what potential sto- great storylines there could have been. Yeah, I can see a lot of potential in that, and, and yeah, that's that that's horrible. That's horrible. Um, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking so, at that match is probably the, the snack bathroom break on the card. Really? I don't look at the rest of the match. Delivers though, man. He always delivers. But they've done nothing with him since he came up. There is so much he could have done these last few years, and they didn't. When, he, when they first started, it was great. Like, when they had the Wyatt family against the Shield, that was great. Everybody loved that. Yeah. But he, he I think he, he just lost too many pay-per-views consistently for people to... It's, we don't care anymore. Wow, I hate that. Um, I hate that for his potential. Um... But had he been the one to retire the Undertaker, then it would have they it would have meant something so much more. Because Undertaker had the creepy thing, he got the creepy thing. Like it could have been a pass of the torch. Like it could have been so great, and they didn't do that either. Right. Speaking of passing the torch, man, um, Mickey James is back, um, yeah. and. She's in a championship match against Alexa Bliss? What? Yes, sir. So, all right. I, I know how you're going in this match, and I know exactly what you're going to say. I, I know exactly who But I have a different, I have, I have legitimate reasons <laughs> for it. I have, I have unbiased, impartial reasoning behind my choice. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't believe I, you. But um, I can, hear me out. I can back this up. <laughs> go right, back and watch. It. Go back and watch all like all. You have all these big pay per views over the years. Go back and watch like the last Raw or SmackDown or whatever before the pay per views. Consistently, this is how WWE works. Whoever comes out like there's always like a non-title match or something like that. Whoever comes out on top. Yep generally loses the pay-per-view match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Monday Night Raw, we saw Mickie James pin Alexa. Therefore, she will not win the title. Okay. And that that's okay. why I pick Alexa. Not not for what not why does, you're thinking. <laughs> does Mickie James even deserve this title shot? Oh yeah, she does. Why? Because she she well. First off, the you know her career speaks for itself. I mean, and on top of that, she came came back in she came back at the beginning of the year and has been consistent since then. 
Okay. So you like think she, this is a reward? She's wrestling for her. better than ever. She's, you know, she's she looks better than she did, you know, ten years ago. Like she's earned. Like even if we don't count this year, she's earned it. Like when The Rock okay. came back and won the title. You know, no, he hadn't done a whole lot to get to that point, that run. But his career spoke for itself. Like, you know, he's rock. Got it. Okay. Got it. So over the course of her career, she deserves this shot. It helps. But like I said, she's been been consistent in this run, like since she came back. Okay. Like okay. when Alexa had that cage match on yeah. SmackDown against Becky Lynch, and Nikki James came back, you know, to help her win. Nobody'd seen her in years, and here she is. And since then, she's still all the matches she's been in. She's been great. Like she may have not, you know, won every match, but she's made a case to be a contender for the title. Okay. Let's, let's say she did, let's say she so, joined WWE this year. She still is a legitimate contender, just based off this year's work. But I still think Alexa's going to win. Of course you do. Um. <laughs> I explain to you. Don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, nah. Whatever. You, gave, you okay. gave a really good reason why. You gave a really good reason why. Um, <laughs> and yet you still don't right. believe me. I, I just got—I got a feeling. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. All right. Um, the the matchup that I would be most excited about going into this pay per view, really, and I, I know it's weird, the, but it would be Enzo Amari. For me, oh, it'd be not, Enzo Amari and Callisto. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. That at would all. be the most exciting matchup to me because I like Enzo Amari. Um. What's the most exciting matchup to you? I'm thinking Emma and Asuka. This is this is Oscar's mm. debut. She she was the longest NXT Women's Champion, and the only reason she gave it up was because she was getting called up to Raw. She's a legitimate fuck. She's like Shinsuke as a woman, mm. but that's how she wrestles. And people love him. People love her. Like, that's just the Japanese strong style. She does it, too. And she does it so well. Her matches are so good. And I feel like Emma might be... You think she'll carry over? Oh, yeah. Plus, I I think Emma's... Probably the most underrated women's wrestler on the roster. Because she can go all night. And okay. you know, people people don't give her enough credit for it. So I think that could be that's gonna be the sleeper match of the night. Like I think that has really potential to Oh yeah. Now I can so I can see Lizzo, making a case Enzo, for Murray, Enzo you, don't think, you don't think it's gonna be good? I think I the match good. itself would be would be fine. I don't think the crowd cares as much because cruiserweights don't if the cruiserweight division kind of stopped getting a lot of attention. 
I don't know if the crowd will carry will carry much. Okay. And, and that, that crowd Enzo, is absolutely needed. And Enzo's still not a great, great wrestler either. Like, as a cruiserweight, he's just... Eh. Mm. Mm. Like, go back, go back so, and watch the tag match with Cass. Cass did most of the work. All Enzo did was get thrown over the top on the people. Cass did all the work. He was the... He, he took the heavy load. So, there's reports that who's the the, the champion that he was champion before the high flyer. Oh, uh, oh, um, Neville. Neville, yeah. Oh yeah, there's yeah. reports that Neville walked out on um, practice in real life. He walks out yeah. um, in practice and doesn't come back. Do you know about that? What is that about? To the best of my, I heard about that. To the best of my knowledge, it's the same thing with Austin Aries. Same reason he left. Like they know, like the cruiserweight, you can only go so far in that division. You're not gonna, if you're labeled a cruiserweight, there's no chance of getting a world title. And I feel like Neville definitely could have. He could have at least been Intercontinental Champion, if nothing else. But. He wasn't getting his fair shot. He carried the cruiserweight division, and the upper management still didn't care. He knew it. He guys like guys outside of WWE, like like Young Bucks and Osprey and Ricochet, and like all of them, they've shown you can make a good career, make a name for yourself without WWE. You know, like you don't need them. And, mm. and plus, I mean, Neville, he's worked independent forever before coming to WWE. He knows. He can do just fine doing that. He knows he can do more. He's not restricted to a certain style of wrestling outside of WWE. Because when you get there, no matter what kind of wrestling you do, they train you to do their style. And uh, he probably just felt suffocated by... You know, just a tight little box that they were trying to put it in. And he's like, I don't do I'm not doing that. So he he took his ball and went home. Wow. Um, do you think this is a for real walk away? You think he'll come back or you, like you know, after you know, most times cooler head cooler heads prevail, especially with uh, with Vince and, and that whole, you know, administration, they seem to be able to get people to get back on their side really easily. So do you believe that um, that you know he, he comes back, he cools down, he comes back, and it's all great? Or do you think this is a real walk away, and you think he, he won't be there for a while? Oh, it, it, it's definitely real. I believe. Oh, he's this is legitimate. He's gone. Like he's gone for now. Wow. Now maybe he'll like. A, remember back in the what was it like early two thousands like. Stone Cold was supposed to lose to Brock in a King of the Ring match, and he didn't like that, so he left. And he, he was gone for, geez, like a year or two, something like that. Mm. He was gone. So it could be like that, where he'll just take some time to himself, maybe work independence, who knows. He might come back. Or it could be like CM Punk, and we never see him again. 
That's a contract breach, though, right? I mean, I don't know all the details of that one. Mm, okay. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's it's real. It's definitely real. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, um, man, I, I'm I'm really looking forward um, to this pay per view. I know people are as well. Um, I know you're looking forward to it. I think the thing that really sells this pay per view is the return of the shield. I mean, that's, that's like that's that's 100 percent. That's that's the biggest match. That's the biggest matchup here. Um, yeah, people, people want to see the Shield. Any anything Braun Strowman is involved in is people are going to watch. Yep. Just because he's a behemoth. He's a monster, man. He's a monster, and I love the way they market him. <clears throat> oh yeah. It's it's so far they've done nothing wrong with it. I I, I take that back. The, the the match with Brock. I don't know how I felt about that one. Mm. Not not saying Brock's the loss, but after all that, it was like what? What was it like? Okay. One at five or something like that? Maybe two. So, like, here's my last question of the day. They shouldn't have made it look as easy as it did. True. Do but other than that, they've been doing. They've been marketing. Do, do we need a, a visible, constantly being able to see champion? Or is this like this this bigger than life, bigger than us, bigger than you know the WWE type champion? The way to go. I think it might be the way to go, but maybe not with Brock. You know, maybe get somebody, and I can't say names because I don't know who I put in that spot. But maybe get someone who everybody knows actually cares about the business and is doing it for more than just the money. Mm. If Brock's there to just get a paycheck and go, like he'll, as soon as he, like he'll get to the to the arenas right before his little, you know, or right before his part in the show, or he'll get there early and stay on the bus. And as soon as his part's done, he's he's out of there. He's gone. Hmm. Like he's going, getting his money, and and, go, and leaving. So if they had somebody who maybe really cared about wrestling, and is like, "Well, I'm not going to defend it every time because you know I shouldn't have to because I'm better than everybody else." You know, maybe keep them off, not do it every pay per view, not do it every show, but don't leave the guy out for you know four months. You know, people. People almost might forget we have a world champion. Right. People That's forget right. you have a title. Like make make him a little bit more noticed. Like you know, a little more what's the word I'm looking for? Available, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Put him out there, not every week, but like we won't see Brock until Survivor Series. That's mm. next month. Like that that's next month. That's that's another month we're not gonna see a world champion. That's horrible. And he might he might come on a couple of Raws. We'll at least get Paul Heyman. So that's 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 that part's fine. But get somebody who's gonna be a little at least a little more involved. And actually pretend at least pretend to care like they 
like they want to be there. To be dead honest with you, I want Strowman in that spot, and I, I want him elevated to because he is bigger than everybody else. He is better than everybody else. He is. He's he's insane. He's insane. I just I, I may need him with with the Paul Heyman or something like that with somebody. Well, there's nobody like Paul Heyman. But I do need him with something, some charismatic individual. I need him hidden away and only bought out, you know, when it's time. But Strowman could be that thing, that insurmountable, unmovable mountain. In my mind, I would love to see Strowman there. Am I talking about that? No, I'm, 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 I can roll with that. Because he, I'm with you, because he's legitimately... You know, six, eight, almost four hundred pounds muscle. Like he is. Like when you think world champion, when you think, you know, when you think world champion, you think of guys like a Ric Flair. You think of guys like The Rock. You think of a guy like Hulk Hogan. Is okay. Is okay to say that name? <laughs> yep. Like you know, you think of guys who. Are that larger than life? Yeah, that larger than life persona. Like you watch it and think, there's no way this is real. He is. He fits that mold. He does. Like if, if somebody like Big Show, you know, came out and we never seen him, we never heard of him before, he could fit that mold. But you right, know, he's been around forever, so. But it's that, it's that kind of—he's he's too funny. You remember, you remember back in—you remember back in the nineties, guy named Giant Gonzalez. No. He—he he fought the Undertaker at WrestleMania one year. I think I think I do. Yeah, go ahead. He was a like he's standing. The figure of speech is eye to eye, but Undertaker was looking at his chest. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Maybe at his neck if we're being generous, but like this guy was he was a monster. And we and I love I love Big Show. But we have not seen another guy like that until Braun Strowman. The thing I love about like, Ron is he's athletic, man. I, I can see the oh, he, oh yeah, he and he moves. He's so not like well. Ali, who right. you know is just no right. This guy's huge. He's big. He's thick, and he moves incredibly. And so, yeah, I, I think I think Strowman could be in that spot. Um, I love the way Undertaker kind of you know played his role for a long time, where he would only oh, yeah. come out on certain events. Um. And I, and I can see Strowman in that role where, where you know, you're sitting in the crowd, you haven't seen Strowman in, in maybe like two weeks or so, and then it's, you just hear roar, and then it, it, the crowd just goes insane because they And that's know, the thing about you know, the Undertaker. That's the thing about Undertaker. He was the... It's like Brock. Like, you only see him a couple of times a year. Yeah. But the difference was everybody knew the Undertaker had put in his work. Yep. They knew he loved wrestling. He loved wrestling business. You knew he was there. He cared about what he was doing. He put so much thought and effort. He was there to entertain the fans. 
everybody knows Brock doesn't care. He didn't. He yeah. He wrestled for a you know a couple of years, but he didn't do that much. He left. He's he only came back just because he could make money. Like people get still got excited about Undertaker because just the mystique around it, just the it was it was a matter of respect. Undertaker never asked for it; he just got it. People maybe maybe have a fear of Brock, you know, if you meet him in a dark alley, but people don't respect him. Like if somebody like, like if Undertaker was the champion right now, and we didn't see him for months, I, it'd be different because you know anytime yeah, Undertaker's man. involved with something, it's special. Yeah. With Brock, we typically know how it's going to go. Because there were a couple of Undertaker WrestleManias, you didn't know if he was going to win. True. Like I was at the, I was at WrestleMania 25 in Texas with. Undertaker Shawn Michaels Part 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Which, maybe I'm being a little biased because I was there, but I still feel that's one of, if not the greatest wrestling match of all time. I remember watching that one, just not thinking that Michaels would lose. No, you didn't know. Yeah. But with with a Brock Lesnar match, you know generally how it's going to end. Braun Strowman was the only... That was the first time I thought, he might actually win this one. He might... Like, Brock might might lose. Nah, man, I can't say that with but, Goldberg. I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know for sure Goldberg would beat him, and I really didn't expect him to beat him like that. I didn't expect it, I didn't expect it to go down like that, but I thought Goldberg was going to win. Because you're not, you're not going to bring somebody like that back to not give him some type of title run. I didn't think he was coming back for a title run for real. I thought he was coming back for, you know, just like game promotion or something weird like that. But um, that's, you know, that shocked the life out of me. I remember he's, he's I was Goldberg. watching it. He, it's Goldberg. He, he has to have, he has to come back for the title. Like, you're not going to be able to do anything else with him. Like, he is a title fight guy. Or at least he was if it's when he was, you know, when he was popping. He was, yeah. he was the title guy. Like you, if you saw him involved, it was a going to be a big match. It was for a reason. So if they're going to bring him back after all these years, he's going to be in a title match and win the title. See, we were talking like this at that time, man. That, that those would have been some great episodes. Oh, those would have been great, great. episodes. Because <laughs> it sounds like we were on different pages with Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely different pages on Goldberg, but um, yo man, thank you so much. Um, um I'm excited. I want to get the people excited. I'm, uh, I'll let them know we'll be doing this again. Um, probably another two weeks. Actually, we may we may meet up a little bit after um after the pay per view. Just kind of wrap that pay per view up if you don't mind. Okay, um, yeah. And kind of get your and get your um your takes on what happened in the pay per view. Um, I have my WWE subscription, man. I, I man, I, I don't know if I'm keeping it. I don't know if I'm keeping it. Um, really? That, yeah, something just popped up, man. I'm 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 really excited about uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about the NBA and what's going on with that. And I don't know if I'm keeping my WWE 
description, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Um, but if I do, then I'll be watching a pay-per-view, which most likely I will. So I'll be watching a pay-per-view. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I'll be, um, I, I don't know if I don't know if I go live or not. I generally try to go live on Periscope in those type of situations because yeah. I know there's people out there who don't have it. Um, right. But yeah, we'll we'll see, man. We will see. But yeah, I know you'll be watching it though, so I, I can't wait to talk about it with you. All right, man. Looking forward to our next one. Hey, tell the people where they can reach you on on Twitter and where they can reach you on um, on Instagram. So you know, just in case they got some questions or something like that, they can get in contact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up on Twitter at Messiah's Misfit. No, I did not get that from Social Club, but Social Club is the best. And on Instagram, at that's always World. a question of mine. To be honest with you, I always, I always thought you you got that. No, no, that's not a question. Oh, but I always, <laughs> I always thought you got that from um, from Social Club. No, that, that actually was before Social Club. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that actually that girl I was dating at the time. She uh, she took a picture of uh, this verse on the screen at her church service, and it was from it was a they taken it from the message and it said uh I forget the I forget the the reference but it said we are the messiah's misfits I was like I was like I love that that's really cool dope okay but uh so yeah they're on twitter instagram world okay is drummer 93 hit me up let's talk let's talk wrestling let's talk music let's talk whatever you want to talk about let's do it Dope, dope. All right, my brother, we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk after the pay-per-view. All right, looking forward to it. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, man.